When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Give me the update. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening. Mary and Julia show, Thursday edition, My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Holly is in for Julia today. And uh, before the show is over, yes, we will, excuse me, uh, play the celebrity voice and give you a chance to win a couple of tickets to see the fabulous Kat Perkins in her Rock with the Holiday show. That'll be coming up on Friday, December 21st at the Parkway Theater in South Minneapolis. So there you go with that. Very good. What did you say about the roads tomorrow morning, Donnie? Uh, Because of the patchy freezing fog. Oh, that ice fog. Yeah, we had that Um, yesterday. Yeah. It was a little dicey in some places. A lot of cars slipping off the road. So we could have that again tomorrow morning. All right, got it. Are you ready? Here we go. Time for Lori and Julia to beat beat Shazam. Shazam. The year, because Lori likes to have flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Well, doesn't everybody? <laughs> well, not like you. <laughs> You've turned it into an art form. Uh, the year is uh, 1998. Oh, 1998. Yeah, the, the year I got married to Casey. Oh, oh mazel. So, congratulations, oh, Lori. After just knowing him like two and a half months. Okay, here we go. I'm looking for the artiste. Okay. The artiste of these songs. Here's number one. Oh, wait a minute. Why can't I hear this? There we go. Oh, I screwed this up. Hold on. I know who it is. So do Can I? I? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I screwed up the, the cut there. Who is it? Shania Twain. Shania yeah. Twain. Are we going to give that to Holly? Yes, we are. Okay, I'm so sorry. I don't know what happened there. I Remix. Messed I messed up. Yeah, my bad. Uh, yes, oh, Shania boy, Twain. I'm already at a disadvantage. You're the only one who's the name one. Okay, here we go. Song number two. Oh. This is... Come on, Lori, spit it out! Spit it out! Is it the people who sing Kryptonite? No, 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 it's not three doors down. Yeah, but you're kind of close. Come on, get out. Do you know? Yes. Ooh. Third Eye Blind. Third Eye Blind. That's why I was like, come on, Melon. Yes. The Bumblebee Girl. Oh yeah. You know what? I never knew. Semi Charmed Life. Semi Charmed Life. All right. Is that the name of the song? Yeah, Semi Charmed Life. Yeah, that's the name of it. Who knew? Well, well they sing it in the chorus. Oh, yeah. In the chorus, yes. That's when they do that. uh, You know, not my favorite song. Two for Holly. Let's see if Lori can figure out who sings this song from 1998. (laughs) You can't hear it, but I do. I hear you, but I don't know who you are. You know? Lisa Loeb. 
Lisa Loeb is correct. The girl with the glasses. The girl, the girl with, the with the glasses. Yeah. She does she children's so books and songs. Yeah. Now. Oh, okay. I would never have guessed that. All right. Mm-hmm. Here I, we go. I watched a lot of MTV yeah. in 1998. Yeah, yeah I was, and I was learning how to become a bonus mom and doing everything. Well, you know. Kind of right and kind of wrong. Oh, you know. Because all of a sudden I had an 11 and 13 year old in, you know, my house. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> you know, after oh. But they knew how to write thank you notes and they were sweet. And there'd been a, many years between, you know, the divorce. Okay. So I don't know why my musical ability is so low well, in 98. You were busy. Maybe. I was not busy. I was watching, watching MTV. MTV. <laughs> when it was still playing videos. Yeah, exactly. That's right. 1998. Who's this? <laughs> Remember the song? I remember the song. I couldn't. Rob Thomas? That's a good guess. That is a very good guess, but no. It's um, Jim Blossoms? Uh, Isn't it Edward Mullen? Oh, Edwin Close. Edwin Edwin Cross. No. Holly's close, not Mullen. Edwin, Edwin, um, Edwin Starr? Edwin, no, Edwin Edwin Starr. Edwin Starr. War. Good God, y'all. What is a good, no. No. Edwin McCain. Oh, Johnny, who the hell was going to get that? Holly got Edwin. Holly got Edwin. Come on, Right, but I mean, only his mom would know. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody could name that song. Sick burn, Lori. Sick burn. Under yeah, my shady okay, Christmas now, yes. This next one was a remake. The oh. original was by Bananarama. And the song was remade and was a hit in 1998 for these guys. Who did it? Who redid it in 1998? PLC? Nope. 18s. Mm, good guess, but Bewitched? no. Bewitched? No. Um, S Club 7? Vice Girls. Good uh, guess, but no. Um, the, they, they came up in jeopardy yesterday. This group, Holly um, uh, 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 girl group. They're British. Yeah. No, it was a mixed no, group. Uh, no, um, it, think of, oh, uh, isn't it? Think like, of jeopardy yesterday, Lori. The last question. S Club Seven. Donnie, I can't remember uh, <laughs> half the crap we talked about yesterday. Um, all right, um, sorry guys. Uh, Zam. Oh. Yeah, no, that's Ace of Base. Ace of oh, Base. Oh, Ace of Base. Oh, they make a full summer. Okay, but Holly, you won because you got three. You got three. Yeah. I got skunked. Yeah. Shazam got two. two. So, all right. so you. Well, it was a valiant attempt, 1998. Mm-hmm. Yep. There you go. Yeah. All, all right. right. All right. Thank you, Donnie, mm-hmm. for for stumping me. <laughs> you are busy, Lori. That's one of those times in life. There's always those couple of years that are like, blur. well, you're just like, what the heck did I do? Like, like 2009. I don't know what I did. Obviously, I stayed on this planet. I mean, I functioned. I like ate. I ate. I ate food and I did things, but I could not tell you what I did. Yeah, I don't know, but I should have guessed that Ace of Base one, my God, because that was like a. That was our Jeopardy question. Yeah, but that was like post the sign. That was after they were even a thing anymore. Yeah, that's so true. By the way, everybody, Tommy Lee and Brandon have reconciled. Oh, and on Instagram. Remember oh, of these course, two in the most public way possible. Had an alleged violent physical altercation, yeah. but the Motley crew is hugging it out. Hugging it out. Instagram and official. Tommy Lee, and it says, I love you, son. 
Oh, and Brandon Lee. It's very touching and mature from Tommy Lee. Isn't it? And so that is good. Maybe Pamela was, because uh, remember, they were really going off on each other and really dragging their dirty laundry through the street. Anyway, and he just commented back, love you, Dad. And I just have to believe that um, Pamela Anderson, um, who said at the time how devastated she was at this turn of events between her husband and her son and she basically just said it's a result of alcoholism sure is just what she said about it. Blunt about it yeah so um anyway yeah so that's well, good for them yeah, yeah so that's kind of good and yeah. bohemian rhapsody the song by queen is now the most streamed song from the 20th century Wow. Wow. Yeah. Can you, the whole century? The yes. whole wow. century. Even beating out White Christmas. Even beating Man. out some of those that's old a, standards. That is amazing. Yes. And of course, you know, a lot of young people know about it from, you know, Wayne's World. Yeah. Oh, there, oh, yeah. You know, when they're yeah. driving the car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but not that many things have remained cool, you know, for over... Oh, I suppose so. You make total sense. That song's like 40 years old. 1975 is when Bohemian yeah. Rhapsody yep. came out. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, it uh, so it smells like Teen Spirit is up there. Yeah. Aha's Take on Me, yeah. Sweet Child of Mine, and November Rain. So all the off no, the top five. November Rain by Guns and Roses. Yeah, really? number it, five. Number five. I mean, I like the song. It's very dramatic. Yeah, the music video was kind of cool. Kind of cool. Slash hanging out. Yeah, the count thing. includes streams of the original song in the official music video. So. Yeah. All right. Well, that's what the youth's like from the 20th century. And if you see the movie uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, Mike Myers plays the agent. You barely recognize him. Does he have a lot of prosthetics on his face? Well, he's got a lot of fake hair and the glasses and wig. He kind of looked like John Voight in this past uh, weekend's episode of John Donovan or uh, Ray Donovan. But um, he said to him, there's no radio station on earth that's going to play a six-minute song. Yeah. Well, at the time, that was, you know. It was like, hey, Jude, and that was it. Yeah. yeah. For those songs. Well, yeah. proving them wrong. All right. Listen, um, when we come back, uh, we've got random thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Julia isn't here today. Holly is filling in. Yes. Um, I feel like I'm going to make Patrick tomorrow just take over random thoughts. <laughs> but I think <laughs> I, I think that he'll do a fantastic <laughs> yeah. job at that. Goodness I think knows. Uh, to start off our random thoughts, we're going to play our guest celebrity Ooh, voice. We haven't okay. had anyone win in the four o'clock hour for a couple of days, and this four pair was of hard. Tickets for the Rock the Holidays with Cat Perkins on Friday, December 21st at Parkway Theater on Chicago Avenue. So let's play the voice, Donnie. Yeah, right. Here we go. They knew that this is all I'd ever wanted to do. I wanted my uncle as an actor, Dennis Lawson, and he'd, I'd always looked up to him and wanted to be, I suppose, from the age of nine, I wanted to be an actor. So I suppose I just wanted to be like him. Any thoughts? Oh, I know who that is. Okay. I think Laura? I know who think it is. Six five one six four one one oh seven one. I used um, to have such a big crush on that. Hey, person. hey, no hands. Yeah. Hey, that uh, that could be anybody, Donnie. That's right. Could okay. Be anybody. While Donnie is doing that, I do have this is a great little random. Please. Yesterday, another feather in the cap of Duluth, Minnesota, my hometown. They got an extra stuffer in their stocking. The New York Post named Duluth one of the ten. Best Christmas towns in 
all of the land. Huzzah! Isn't that something? So, so what criteria did Duluth meet to make well, the list? Well, it joins the company of the other towns, North Pole, Alaska, Santa Claus, Indiana, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. And why did Duluth make it? Well, they have plenty of that legendary Minnesota nice. But the thing that intrigued whoever wrote this for the New York Post is Bentleyville, which is down at Bayfront Park next to the Pier B Resort. And Bayfront Park is absolutely, you know, huge. It's right on the water. It's where music festivals are in the summer. And it's just a beautiful. And this guy, um, Nathan Bentley, for years, he lived like out in Hermantown and he or maybe further out in the country, but he would decorate his whole, he had a huge spread. He decorated it and cars would come and he just kept buying lights, yeah. lights, lights, lights. And in 2000 and um, um, maybe, maybe, maybe 2006 or seven, anyway, like five or six years after it started, it got so big with so much traffic, the city came to him or he came to the city and it's free and it's just, it's incredible. Oh, and, awesome. And they have entertainment and food and it's all volunteers. And the only thing they ask is people can bring a donation for the food bank. Oh, okay, great. So they collect that and there's over 4.5 million holiday lights so along the harbor. spectacular. It, Top 10, it, Lori. Yeah, it's really, really good. <laughs> also, they decided that you can take the North Shore Scenic Railroad Christmas City Express that goes up to... Two harbors and back, and um, oh, that sounds delightfully festive. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people will go. My whenever we're in Duluth for for Christmas, we out like Christmas Day night. We oh, will look probably at how cute that train to Bentleyville is. Yeah, we'll, we'll we usually take a, a spin down and and walk through Bentleyville, and oh, it's very romantic. Yeah, it's and, really yeah, yeah and I, holiday festive, very festive. So cheers to Duluth. Yes. For, Doing that, and I don't know if you saw this, Holly, but it was in the New York Times. Um, yes, you should walk your cat. It's <laughs> don't, a thing. I, I, you know what? We used to put our cat Gypsy on a leash, mm-hmm. and she used to walk around the yard and eat the grass and then go back inside and throw it up. She really enjoyed it. She did. She sure did. I'm too paranoid to bring my cats outside, because once you bring them out, then they're going to stand at the door, and then they're going to want to oh, go out. Yeah, well, they're going to taste There's freedom. a growing movement by veterinarians just encouraging putting the cat on the leash and walking it like a dog. <gasps> My cat okay. needs it. He's kind of fat right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. We're walking yes. our cats, after all, on leashes. And uh, it's just happening. And it's happening first in New York. And I've seen it in New York. And I, it's always been my theory because people have cramped apartments and the cats are going crazy. Oh, yeah. They need to get outside. Sure. I saw a guy walking a cat on a leash in my neighborhood a couple of years ago. I took a picture of him and I didn't let him know that I took a picture yeah. of him. <laughs> yeah. So walking a cat is not easy. No. They- All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world and the beauty of it is that i bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe download and subscribe to uap on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. They spend a lot of time, you know, like chattering at squirrels. Yeah. And yes, of course. They're going to maybe go under a bush. and They're going to go where they want to go. Yeah. You just got, that's like a cat. You just got to be able to go where you want to go. All right, Donnie, do we have a winner? Absolutely. Emily uh, is the winner today. Did you want me to replay the voice? Sure. All right, here's a voice. They knew that this is all I'd ever wanted to do. I wanted my uncle as an actor, Dennis Lawson, and he'd, I had always looked up to him and wanted to be, I suppose, from the age of nine, I wanted to be an actor. So I suppose I just wanted to be like him. Emily, who is that? Ewan McGregor. Yes, Ewan McGregor. Did you know it right away? I did, as soon as you started playing it. Yeah, okay, good. So who are you going to take to the uh, Rock the Holiday show with Kat Perkins? Uh, probably my husband, I guess. Well, say it like that, jeez. <laughs> oh, Emily. You know what? It's it's really it's really a good show, kind of like a Christmas variety show. It's it's really a lot of fun, and then you know you could go and have a, you know, there's lots of places well, to eat around there. El Burrito sure. Mercado, right next door at the Parkway. Yay! So yeah, okay. have have a fun <laughs> have a fun night, and thanks uh, for listening. Yeah, thanks, Emily. Thank you. Yay. 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 Bye-bye, Emily. It always feels good to be a winner. All right. You got any random? Well, yeah. You know, I know that you guys, you mentioned that you talked about this a couple of weeks ago, but it's something that's up on our website right now. We put up a link to this blog from KLM, and they're looking for Tracy from Minnesota. We still haven't found Tracy from Minnesota yet. She is a woman who gave a card to two young women from Yugoslavia back in 1999. They were 17 and 12 years old at the time. This woman has disappeared, and now they want to thank her because she gave them a card, a hundred dollar bill, and some golden earrings. So, and welcome to the country. Yes, welcome because to the they country. Didn't really, the youngest, they didn't speak any really any English. Right. And yeah, they were just kind of blown away at their story. The Tracy and her friend from Minnesota. Oh my gosh! Right. So here's what the card said to the girls from Yugoslavia. I'm so sorry that the bombing of your country has caused your family any problems. I hope your stay in America will be safe and happy. A happy one for you. Welcome to America. Please use this to help you here that's the money a friend from the plane tracy now if you know anyone named tracy who was in amsterdam on may 31st 1999 the flight number was klm 655 (laughs) klm says that this woman tracy probably lived a couple of hours away from the airport they're assuming minnesota and that tracy played tennis in paris france in the spring of 1999 now if you have any leads there's a link up on our website at mytalk1071.com that will take you to the klm blog you can email them information Did there. Did one of the uh, Interesting. Uh, gals, Yugoslavian girls, contact KLM to ask if they could help find them? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you know, yeah. and they gave a copy of the note that Tracy wrote, and it was from a Holiday Inn garden something or other, yeah, which was an old uh, chain of Holiday Inns in Europe at the time in the right. late 90s. So if Tracy, you happen to stay, if you're listening yeah. and you were at the wow. Holiday Inn yeah, back in 1999. Yeah, we talked about this when this was in the Star Tribune. Yeah, so now KLM well, is reaching out. Sweet. And now it's an international story, so if you have any leads...
Still looking for it. Where is Tracy? Where is Tracy? Where is and how does KLM know she lived a couple hours from the airport? Well, they're just assuming. Oh. Be- oh. They're just assuming that Tracy's from Minnesota. I mean, they, they're thinking, you know, yeah. that she's in the greater Twin Cities area. because yeah, she got off the plane she, here. She yeah. didn't well, naturally. naturally. Thank you, yeah, Inspector thank you. Clouseau. Yeah, really appreciate it. But that was in the Star Tribune story that they, yeah. they, they were like, I'm like, well, how do they know like she lived in Hankley or something like that? They well, don't know. They, they just, don't know. They're they're just guessing. They're exactly. just guessing. All right. Um, uh, I'm sorry. What do you got, Donnie? Well, uh, Rosedale, a lot of people already go there, and maybe more will. They're getting an aquarium at Rosedale. Have you heard about this? Uh, they will take over, Sequest will take over the old Ruby Tuesday space in the JCPenney wing of the mall. The aquarium is under construction. It will open next spring, and uh, people will be able to do all sorts of things, get wet with the stingrays, feed the birds and reptiles, and counter all sorts of interesting Sea life there. Kids love oh, aquariums. My <laughs> nephews love going to the zoo, zoo the and, zoo. and the Mall of America yes. to go and look at this. So awesome that there's another option uh, for people on the north side of town. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, by the way, we Donnie posted at my request uh, the queen. Um, <laughs> yes, oh, look, darling, does I look lovely? She's really looking <laughs> lovely. She was. Uh, it's her last public engagement before Christmas, and it was just above freezing and she's dressed all in pink and she meets a little girl in a pink coat and I have to say the queen with her pink coat and her red feather oh she's so festive and her brooch looks absolutely fantastic she does truly a vision in fuchsia so with her little <laughs> sturdy Ferragamo shoes alright we're going to find out what's happening on the roads and uh, here's Holly with that now trying to submerge this is the My Talk Now trending report. What's happening right now? Well, trending online this afternoon is Kanye West. He's back on Twitter tweeting about all sorts of things. Go check it out if you're interested. Also, Lululemon trending. Apparently, there's a, a scam going around online. If you see something for Lululemon 2019 recruitment looking for brand ambassadors, that has been determined that that is a lie. So don't go and believe that. Don't give anybody your information. If you want to be a Lululemon ambassador, I'm sure you could go to your local store and just ask. Also trending online this afternoon, Taylor Swift. She's celebrating her 29th birthday, and she announced that her Reputation World Tour, uh, a version of it, a movie of it, will be streaming on Netflix starring New Year's Eve, um, and uh, that will be of a show that took place in Dallas, Texas. And Emma Watson trending. She's sharing a first look at the cast of the upcoming Little women reboot including Saoirse Ronan and Greta Gerwig and uh, Timothy Chalamet looks like they're having fun on the set of that movie that's what's trending here at my talk and my talk 1071's app includes listener rewards prizing log in online or on a mobile device and become eligible for prizes just for listening enter to win a $250 gift card and other December prizes include green mill gift cards Aveda gift sets movie passes and more get the app or go online and register with listener rewards on our website at my talk 107 now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com. Feeling so high, but too far away to hold me. You know I'm the one who put you up there. Name in the sky, does it ever get in the Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us Hello. today. Hello. Julia is uh, off on a little 
pre-Christmas vacay. A and little jaunt. She'll be back on Monday, and Patrick Royce is filling in tomorrow. And uh, I thought this was kind of interesting. Um, you know, I will say this. The Oscars, the Academy Awards are getting miles of publicity uh, oh. out of... The Kevin Hart, no, the, the scandal, the no host, you know, what are we going to do? They're getting media every single day. In fact, I was absolutely shocked that there was no coverage this morning on the Screen Actor Guild Award nominations. I wasn't. There wasn't any coverage on that? No. Not on the Today Show. Really? Not on GMA, not no. on CBS Morning News, not on Entertainment Tonight. What the heck were they talking not about? Not on Access Hollywood. I-, I told you before the show, Lori, they're off and over Okay, lunch. but they get prime spots on the red carpet. I they don't even that. cover it. Well, I interesting know. that they wouldn't even cover it in the entertainment section all I could of think the of, program. All I could think, okay, Entertainment Tonight led with the premiere of J-Lo's movie. Not with the Screen Actor Guild. So all I can think of is I'll I'll watch the show tonight and see if they give I mean if there's one indicator that the Screen Actor Guild Awards I think almost every year but two years the winner of Best Motion Picture Cast Ensemble goes on to win the Academy Award didn't happen last year for with Shape Picture? of Water, but if you look at their, they have a very good, good yeah, good track record, track record mm-hmm. for at least Best Picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fascinating so, that they didn't even mention that because it's celebrity, it's fun, it's actors, it's actors, and it's I don't know if it's because it's just you know Golden Globes and then you know the Grammys and then yeah. the Oscar thing, having so, award show fatigue a little bit yeah, already. Who knows, but, who, but that whoever. Yeah, I know. And here's on the Today Show, uh, again, you know, I had shared yesterday what Whoopi Goldberg had told Stephen Colbert that there's just too many people yelling at you. That was her theory about why people didn't want to host that, you know, 10 years ago, you only had to worry about newspapers and, you Mm -hmm. know, the tabloids or whatever. You only had to be judged by your peers, but now you're being judged by the world. Yeah, because uh, Twitter is, you know... I mean, minute by minute you're being judged. Yeah, okay, so here's a couple... We've got a couple cuts of uh, some uh, comedians who've spoken about it. We've been wondering, when it comes to Oscars, how exactly is the statute, or shall we say, statue of limitations applied? Kevin Hart had to step down as host of the upcoming Academy Awards because of homophobic tweets from 2011. But didn't the Academy nominate Mel Gibson for an award just last year? Yes, they did. Gibson had spent years in show business purgatory because of an anti-Semitic drunken rant. When does Hollywood or our culture determine when a sin is forgiven or forgivable or what in fact is a sin? Here's Willie Geist with Jerry Seinfeld from an interview you can see on Sunday Today. When I started out, you know, there were dirty comedians. You know, go back to the the cursing thing. Well, if you want to get on The Tonight Show or if you want to get on TV, you can't use any of those words. All those words are out. And a lot of us went, okay, I still want to play. I'll play. Yeah. Oh, here's a new rule. This, we're, we're cutting this out. Okay, I'll get around that. So that's our thing. Lenny Bruce was arrested in the early 1960s and convicted of using obscenities. George Carlin would figure out how to make those same obscenities into a joke. You might be the lady from the San Diego Zoo visiting one of the Tonight Shows, and you might just have a bunch of little canines with you there. One of them is a female, and you say, there's the bitch, Johnny, and it's okay, fine. Just don't refer to the singer the same way, that's all. <laughs> Thoughts so far? Yeah. So, I mean, it is, it is, uh, you know, it's kind of interesting that they're 
like I saw on GMA, you know, they interviewed like Sarah Silverman and maybe, or is this this interview? I thought, yeah, she's quoted here. Both, both GMA and the Today Show did a thing where they yeah. were interviewing comedians and getting their thoughts yeah. on this. Okay, let's play the next one. Comedians are forever testing boundaries. Joan Rivers did it nightly. Bugs Bunny saw my rear end and went, now I know what's not up, Doc. Hey, my boots! Oh, oh, big how I feel! And because we live in a digital age, nothing is disposed of, and nothing is forgotten. Enhanced by social media, judgment is quick, and the echo chamber is loud. Nuance and goodwill are rare visitors. Here's Willie again with Sarah Silverman. Yeah. It's scary to speak out when you know there are people actually organizing to take you down through your own comedy. Comedians explore the darkest places of, of humanity. And if you couple that with the fact that comedy is not evergreen, it's art, it changes with the times. That yep. is very mm, true. That yeah. is very is true. Is it always uh, pretty much a comedian? That hosts the Academy Awards? Well, there's precedent of that because remember Bob Hope, who was a yeah. comedian yeah. entertainer and did it for many Johnny years. Carson. Johnny, Carson, Johnny Carson, Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal. So there always has, and, I think there's been a tradition of the MC of the Oscars being someone who could bring some levity yeah. to yeah. the scene. Yep. What is Melissa McCarthy doing? I want to Sykes. I would love to see those two paired up together. Exactly. There are so many combinations that the Academy of People, if they wanted two co-hosts to do it, they could do that. Yeah. Even to have a singular one. But I kind of think I go back to what Whoopi Goldberg said yesterday, where it's a thankless job. Yeah. It really is. And one of the things that the Hollywood Reporter was talking about last week is that it's a lot of work. For not a lot of money. 15 true, grand. 15 grand. True, you get a lot of exposure. However, yeah. it might not necessarily be the kind of exposure you want because, yeah. you know, like these, you, you might have to change your act. You might have to, uh, you know, finesse it a little bit in order yeah. to please the producers of the Oscars. Is it speaking to the kind of comedian that you want to be? And Well, if Oscars was smart, they would have uh, two women hosted or oh, yeah. one woman hosted. Yeah. And don't, you don't need a guy. We don't need no, a guy no, up there. No, of course not. no, we don't. I know, but I always feel like if they're going to do a pairing up, they'll have it be a, a, a woman in a, yeah. you know. I definitely think they want a person of color. Fine. I'm certain of that. I listen, Wanda Sykes and Melissa exactly. McCarthy. Yes, yeah. perfect. They'd done perfect. and done. done and done. And there are so many fantastic people that I mean, we don't, I don't have a list in front of me, but again, it's like you can find people. Yeah, to host I think this. they might be milking this just a tiny little bit. Oh, you a think? Bit. Just a little <laughs> bit. Oh my gosh, the dairy is over. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, okay. All right, well, staying on the Hollywood subject, Donnie posted the photo of Emily Blunt. They did the Mary Poppins return premiere. Oh, I'm so in excited London. for this movie, Lori. And I am too. Although Emily Blunt's dress unfortunately was the same color as the carpet yeah it's a cobalt blue i don't care she looked stunning and this dress is fantastic (laughs) it's It's uh, practically perfect in every way it's just like the movie is it do you say it chipperelli or skipperelli i never know how to pronounce that chipperelli chipperelli haute couture but i might be totally wrong (laughs) it looks like something tilda swinton would wear because that's one of her favorite things you can see just a little peak of red on her shoe you know what the dress i am the color is gorgeous, but I loathe the sleeves. 
Yeah. Well, well, yeah. What's it's wrong like, with the sleeves? They are tragic. <laughs> okay. They Can look like specific? my... Um, well, you know what? I'm not a fan of satin. <laughs> it's a hard fabric. It's a hard she fabric. She pulls and it look, off, you see, Well, yeah, because it blends in with the carpet, so you can't see how wrinkled <laughs> the dress is. True. <laughs> well, that's right. I think I remember there was somebody who was wearing satin, and they were doing some behind-the-scenes video, and the woman who was wearing the satin dress literally was lying down in the limo so that she would not be sitting and there would not be creases, crease, marks. crease mark on the car. It is unforgiving. I will say that the fabric, the sleeves are very old school, very 1930s. And she does pull it off, but Lori, I cannot. But Lori, I can understand where the sleeves are divisive on this dress. Yes, I, I don't can like that. <laughs> I can. I see and validate your opinion. <laughs> okay. However, I do have the opposite opinion. I with Donnie. I think she looks fantastic. Well, she does. This movie. I was listening to the soundtrack when uh, I was cleaning the yoga studio the other day, yeah. and then I was probably, like kind of starting to cry. And I'm like, oh. don't. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Don't look at me. But apparently the reviews of this movie, I read through the variety reviews and a couple of other ones and that this movie perfectly encapsulates the feeling of an old school Hollywood musical production and that that we're going to love it and that they and that it's just full of energy. And that she got double double SAG nominations for Quiet Place and Mary Poppins. She did. (laughs) Amy Adams got double Double nominations nominations. too. And I think Emma Stone, they all got double nominations at the set yeah. yesterday. So also oh, the so other excited. Hollywood thing that we posted is Jennifer Lopez changed outfits oh. 10 times in the last two days and uh, leading off with her GM, GM Batista Valley dress she wore last night to the premiere of second act, the her pink, rom-com. The pink poof with the, the four foot train. This... Um, she didn't look happy on the carpet because people... How could you be happy wearing that She became that dress? a nuisance on the red carpet. <laughs> yeah, of course. How could you be happy wearing that? You can't sit down. You can't do anything. The basics are very well, difficult. She chose to wear it. Yeah, well, she did. And she yeah. changed for the after party into something fantastic. But the it was a very Blake Lively-esque two days of fashion. It's kind yes. of amazing. Everything she's worn in the last two days. But this pink dress, just FYI, is the same dress that if you uh, pick up Bazaar, the December issue of Bazaar magazine, Julia Roberts is rock climbing a mountain. Yes, (laughs) this is this dress. My favorite look, I think, are the two understated looks, which is Jennifer Lopez in this black and white thing with with the gloves and then the high boots. And then also she's wearing this lovely uh, 1940s-esque look, showing off her hourglass shape. Oh, yeah, she I mean, just, she's just stunning. Like, what can the we say? outfit she wore to the View, the blue sequin thing, oh, or yeah. whatever, oh, or maybe it was GMA, mm-hmm. is just everything. Anyway, so oh. take a look at that. And once again, yes, that is the closet that we would really love to, just to end up dress in. up, just to play just, dress just up, just for a moment. All right, listen. When we come back, uh, we're going to Hollywood speak. We're going to Hollywood speak this cosmetic name. So, what are you trying to say, Hollywood? What is the meaning of this? 
What is the meaning of this? What? Well, Angela wants us to know. She thinks she's right. The Oscar host should be Leslie Jones and Aquafina. Yes, oh, please. Crazy yeah, sure, yes, that would I'm on board with that too. Yeah, good choice. Would love Leslie Jones. And I love and how she spelled Aquafina like the water. Yeah, <laughs> with a Q. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is A W K. Okay, so uh, Kylie Jenner just filed to register a trademark for the term Ky Lash. What? For mascara, eyelash extensions, artificial eyelashes, eyelash tint, and non-medicated eyelash serums. Brilliant name. Kylash. It really is. Oh, totally. 100%. And it makes sense that she would want to enter the world of falsies. She's Yeah, she's trying to also get eye makeup remover and adhesive for applying artificial eyelashes. But uh, that... um, that might be going to be a separate uh, trademark. And, you know, she, this is a direct hit at Black China, who has an eyelash company called Lashed. Ooh. And sells eyelashes and eyelash accessories. And, of course, she has a style of lashes named after her daughter with Rob Kardashian Dream. And she's in litigation right now with family after she said that the card Jenners tanked her reality show. Well, yeah, they can the- barely keep theirs alive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. How long do we? Th- how many more? When did they? Uh, how long did they extend? That was like the contract for the keeping up two with the years ago for three years. So they have one more season. Do you think maybe then they'll just go season by season? If that, I mean, how long is this show going to last? I mean, Courtney. I mean, not Courtney. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Chloe. Chloe. No, yeah, no. Courtney is the one. She's like, ah, everyone. They're. There's nothing there there anymore. Well, right. And they're already yeah. having enough time, a difficult time manipulating reality into fitting the narrative of the show that works with the social media, that works with the Twitter. I mean, maybe they'll just have their own subscription service like they do with their maybe. website. Yeah, maybe. Ah. Okay, Kanye West, has been, he's been up on, on Twitter all day, but oh, this yeah, morning, there he is. here's what he wrote. Calling out to Bob Dylan. Let's get together. <laughs> My response is the same as Donnie's. <laughs> now I don't know who this cat Kanye is. Well, Took now, him a year to go get his Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> yeah, surely he's not going to be picking up the phone when sure. Kanye West calls. Yeah, and then he's also yelling at Drake about something on Twitter. But, uh, yeah. And he's also talking to trees. That's Well, you know what? Trees what? like to have a little nice conversation. conversation. Yeah, so... Anyway, again, all I have to say about this, the Hollywood speak, is he would be the most exhausting man to be married to. Oh. Besides one other person I can think of. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Close second. Yeah. Close, Close second. He just seems exhausting to me. Yes. You know? Well, if you look at his Twitter account, now there's been a lot of things happening since the show has been on. Uh, just talking about Drake and going back Bob and Dylan forth. And now, trees. what I can tell you, two hours ago, Lori Kanye West tweeted... Drake finally called, mission accomplished. By the way, not cleared. What What does that mean? I just go to his Twitter account. I think he thinks Drake owes an, him an apology. For what? Selling more albums? Oh. I don't know. <laughs> well, and it seems like there's, there's a, a mu- lot of people have to apologize to him. Yeah. It seems like there's a music beef, maybe the rights yeah. for okay. something in between there. It's okay, so Twitter. Ellen DeGeneres, there's a profile in an interview with Ellen DeGeneres, the New York Times did. Um, she's got a stand-up show coming to Netflix on December 18th called Relatable. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, here's, uh, in the Times, 
Um, she revealed, and we found that out yesterday, that her that her wife Portia DeRossi is trying to get her to leave the show after her contract ends in the middle of 2020, and it's her brother who wants her to stay, and she's not sure. She's not sure. Um, and then Ellen shares with the reporter. She says, "Listen, Portia said, just remember the nicer they are, meaning the reporter for the interview, the more they're going to screw you." Oh. And the, repri- the the reporter in the story, she says, I was unsure how to respond, so I just replied awkwardly, that's good advice. Then I started feeling self-conscious and several minutes later asked my least nice question huh? about the tabloid stories featuring anonymous complaints that she isn't always kind with the people she works with. She said, here's what Ellen says, that bugs me if someone is saying that because it's an out." right lie the first day i came here i said the one thing i want is everyone here to be happy and proud where they work and if not don't work here no one is going to raise their voice or not be grateful that's the rule to this day no one's going to raise their voice and not be grateful you know i said this yesterday yeah on the colleen that's bradley such show an odd that's, it's an odd thing and it reminded me of walt disney and the way that he used to treat his employees, being that Ellen DeGeneres, Walt Disney, two very powerful, creative people whose uh, product, brand, is based on positivity. Mm -hmm. It's based on, you know, these magical feelings and other things. But Walt Disney, he was great. He was nice until you crossed him and you weren't grateful. And then he would come at you with the wrath. Yeah, because that's what I get. From Ellen DeGeneres being that she is more, uh, she's kind of a, the, the bot, like the boss. Well, like you cross her path. That people have to be grateful and happy at her workplace. That comes across like she doesn't tolerate any disagreement. That's what I mean. And she doesn't like being questioned. Yes. Th- yeah. Yes. And when yeah. you're in a workplace like that, you're going to come across that kind of stuff. Yeah, you're because you're to- coming up with new ideas. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. So, so she I, is difficult. Yeah. yeah. Hollywood speak is she's difficult <laughs> she even is though difficult. she's trying uh, to Do you it, yeah. believe this story that Kelly Clarkson uh, is being groomed to take over once Ellen leaves her daytime talk show? You know, that could very well be the case. Well, Kelly Clarkson was on Ellen, and they were doing a little pretend The Kelly Show, because show. she's also shooting on the Warner Brothers lot. That's right. Her new daytime television show pilot. Could be. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I mean, we have not seen Kelly Clarkson no. yet as in a talk show host no. capacity. No. But I but feel all, like she's going to be all, good. Yes, I think that they would so authentic. You, know, yes. you can't make that up. Exactly. Um, okay. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, they're going to be engaged soon. Chris is head over heels. This is about Chris Dakota Mar- Johnson and Chris oh, Martin. Oh, Chris Martin. Ooh. 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 I don't. Uh, I don't believe this. Why not? I don't. I no cynics over there. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you why. Okay. I just feel like that. That is just under the gun at Us Weekly to have a story and run a picture of these two. Yes, yeah. that's all. What is Dakota because Johnson it, doing these days? I mean, well, they've she been was... dating for like eight months or whatever. Yeah. You know, she I'm... heads to a workout in L.A. She was at the Marrakesh Film Festival. I don't know how many projects she has down the pipe, so maybe we need to be uh, buzzing about her a little bit more. Okay, Getting maybe engaged. that's it. Yeah, mm. maybe that came right straight from uh, her hairdresser or publicist. Exactly. <laughs> all right, listen, uh, we come back. We got John Mellencamp. Standing by, everybody.